0: Hello, my name is Luke Jackson, and I'm the current Arts Desk Editor here at The Crony. And this is Big Emotions, our new Arts Desk podcast, and we're super excited to be here. I'm here with our amazing co-host and producer, who I will let introduce themselves.
1: Hey, my name is Eliza, and I am the Assistant Arts Editor. Yeah, that's me.
0: And I am Eugene. Uh, I'm a first year. And I am the arts producer. Awesome. Well, it's so wonderful to have you both here. I'm really excited to hop in today. Before we jump into, I guess, our specific emotion today, I kind of just wanted to introduce what the idea for this show is. And it all kind of stemmed from a quote by Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke isn't necessarily the person that I'd go to for wisdom. But he he happened to be particularly poignant in, in this TED Talk called Uh, give yourself permission to be creative. And so I'm just going to read the little quote that he had here. He said, Most people don't spend a lot of time thinking about poetry. They have a life to live, and they're not really that concerned with Allen Ginsberg's poems or anybody's poems. That's until their father dies, or they go to a funeral, or you lose a child, or somebody breaks your heart, or they don't love you anymore. And all of a sudden, you're desperate for making sense out of this life. And you're asking yourself, has anybody ever felt this bad before? How did they come out of this cloud? And so I was really fascinated by this point that Hawks makes about art articulating and making sense out of these huge emotions that often sneak up on us and how we kind of rely on art to pull us through them sometimes. Um, And so the purpose of this whole podcast is to explore those emotions and the art that helps us understand and get through them. And so first we thought it would be fun to focus in on heartbreak, specifically breakups, which I mean is pretty rich in terms of media that is created for that emotion, because so much creativity often stems from uh, breakups. So before we dive into the art that has helped us through those breakups, let's talk about breakups themselves and our personal experiences with them. Uh, Rumor has it that you have some juicy breakup (laughs) stories. That is, is in fact, true. And so let's dive into (laughs) those.
1: Okay, so, well... I was kind of in a situationship, like, a few years ago. This was actually in... Define
0: a situationship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a relationship, but you're not really committed to the person. Like, you like each other, and it's there, but you're not committed to that person. So okay. you still have, like, the option to explore other people. something. feels very
0: modern. People.
1: Yeah, that's what dating is nowadays, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah, it was my senior year of high school and there was, he was like one of my best friends and I had feelings for him and I had told him that and he had told me he had feelings for me too, but he never wanted to commit. And so it was this, my whole senior year, I, it was just, cause I'm a very loyal person. So all my attention was always going to him. It was never, I was never interested in any other guy. But for him, it wasn't like that. He was seeing other girls and going out with other girls. So it just was kind of complicated. Devastating. Yeah. And so it really hurt my feelings towards the end of my senior year. And it made me kind of made my feelings go more from sadness to anger and more upset. So I remember there was like a summer... Fair, and we had gone to that with like a group of friends, and it was at this point where like COVID had hit already, and so um, people were wearing masks. Like we hadn't seen like each other for a few weeks, and so when we were going out, um, I was angry. Like I didn't want to see him, I didn't want to talk to him, but obviously we're in the same friend group, and um, I remember like he like had played this one like fair game, and he won like a small teddy bear. And he gave the teddy bear to me, and I was so upset. I was like, I don't want this, and I threw it in the trash <laughs> and just walked away. And so, yeah, it was really bad, and I mean...
0: That's not so bad. I feel like <laughs> that's pretty warranted. I
1: mean, my emotions throughout the year, I guess, was, like, what made it so bad. So I was just so angry, but Yeah. I mean,
0: and that was the end.
1: That was the end. Like he went on a mission. I never talked to him again after that. I didn't want to keep up with him. And yeah.
0: And that teddy bear still sits at it, the bottom of the trash. It does. <laughs> uh, when I was thinking about breakups, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty emotional guy. <laughs> but my, And I'm lucky I'm married now and I've been married for three years. And so I don't really have to worry about dating and breakups which is which you're lucky super super nice yeah, yeah I can't recommend marriage enough I mean <laughs> if it works out go for it yeah. but so I'm also going back to the treasure Trove of high school for big emotional breakups and I remember right when I graduated high school um, I didn't know what I was going to do and I had planned on coming to Utah I'm from Canada originally I was um, I had gotten into UVU and I was planning on going there. And my girlfriend at the time was going to school in Toronto. She had gotten mm. to a school down there. And so I w- and she convinced me to go with her, so I went and did a semester of school at York University in Toronto. And so I was down there with my girlfriend right after high school. And uh, the first, I'm sure you can attest to this, Eugene, the first couple of weeks of university, your very first freshman year, are tough. It's a, It's a different adjustment. It's something you have to get used to. And you don't have... A lot of the times, kind of a friend group that's been established. And I was yeah. in a brand new place that I'd never been. And so I really relied on my girlfriend at this time. And about two weeks in, she called me over and broke up with me. She yeah. called me over her house. And I, I I was about an hour train <clears throat> ride. And so I remember being in her house just sobbing in her apartment. Oh, my
1: God. And
0: I was just sobbing. And I walked... She, like, whatever, broke up with me. And I went into the hallway. And I, like, remember putting my hand by the elevator and just, like, losing it. Aww.
1: And I
0: called one of my friends who's actually my now wife which so again it worked wow. out it worked out okay <laughs> and I was just like I don't know what to do my life is over and whatever she was like just breathe whatever and so I made it through I was able to make it out of her apartment building with like some sense of dignity even yeah. though like you know what I mean it's like, not on my face yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah it was a juicy experience oh, and no. then I went into the subway to, dr- to take the train home and on the train, I just remember breaking down again so I was for mm. sure that dude that you see just absolutely <laughs> a mess on on the subway on the train station Aww. so breakups are never fun, but what we're going to talk about today is how we got through those breakups and how essentially and breakups do lead to uh, good things yeah, but they're hard to get through yeah um, so let's dive right into sort of the art that we've used to help us understand and get through breakups. And let's start with you, Eliza.
1: Okay, so I had recently broken up with my ex-boyfriend a few months ago now. It's been a few months. But during this time, I, I feel like a lot of breakup, like a lot about breakup culture is like, like from the point of view of like the person being broken up. So like, I feel like people don't really talk about breaking the other person's heart
0: being the dumper yes yeah Yeah.
1: and so like obviously I've had my heart broken in past situations but like I've never been the one to break someone else's heart and so it was very difficult for me to like break up with my ex and um, try to get through that because it's such a different type of pain because you love this person and you're seeing them so hurt and
0: Well, I'm sure because of that culture, too, you kind of vilify yourself. (laughs) Yeah. How could you not?
1: Yeah. And so, like, like, I had such a hard time, like, dealing with that because, you know, like, you feel like the bad guy for a minute. And it's like, I've never dealt with those emotions before. But there was this one song that, like, was getting me through the breakup, and it's called Best by Gracie Abrams. And she, like, talks about being in that point of view, like, being the one breaking that person's heart. And there was just, like, these lyrics that, it's so devastating, but it's so, like, true. But she, like, sings a few lines, and she says, I destroyed every silver lining you had in your head. All your feelings, I played with them. And I don't know. Like, that song is so catchy, but it just resonated a lot.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's something to that, right? This idea (laughs) of kind of good memories turning sour almost yeah. or whatever, people becoming strangers. And one of the songs that, I mean, I've never, I guess, particularly used this song to get through a breakup because it yeah. came out a couple months ago. Yeah. But it, it kind of has articulated that feeling where you do feel like these memories are strange. And, yeah. And you kind of come a stranger in them because you're now like the person who ended yeah, that relationship.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: And so the song that, I've really resonated with recently. It's called Unknown slash Inth. It's by Hozier. Mm -hmm. It just came out on his recent album. And he talked about a little bit how it is about this betrayal and how, like, this person becomes unknown and how you can even kind of become unknown in your memories of your relationship. And then Inth is kind of like, I don't know, you know know the term, like, umpteenth? Yeah. It's just like, it's not real, but it's a lot. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of that where it's just you've... Specifically, this situation is about being so I guess it's not super exactly the same way you're talking about but it's about being betrayed or being cheated on Mm -hmm. so he's from the position of the dumpy but it still has that same sort of feeling of like who am I what is this what does this mean yeah um and I think Hozier kind of like Gracie Abrams actually they have these very like soulful like raw voices almost where they they can capture profound sadness yeah in a way that's Really amazing. Yeah. That I think is truly. I agree. Truly fantastic. Um, And so this Unknown song, there's some lyrics in there too that just like blew me away. They're so poetic. One of them is, if there were scarlet flags, they washed out in the mind of me, which I think is wow. kind of beautiful. Where, it is. And again, like in, in your relationship, Elijah, I'm sure as that ended, you like, I don't know, you kind of get goggles, right? Like yeah. <laughs> rose colored goggles when you're breaking up yeah. with someone and you're like, oh, was it all so bad? Yeah. <laughs> right? And those things that maybe are red flags, and I, I maybe red flags is, like, the wrong term. I think mm-hmm. it kind of has a really negative connotation. But, yeah. I don't know, a red flag in a relationship is can just mean something. That, like, okay, this isn't going to work. Oh, whatever yeah. Whatever that yeah. means, right? Yeah. And the fact that we kind of do turn them scarlet or they kind of meld into white, being like, it's fine. I can get yeah. past that because of your love for this yeah, person. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: So, I think I commend you for breaking up with them. Because <laughs> that's just hard. It's hard to do. It, it it's really hard to is. do what's right for yourself.
1: Yeah, it really is, especially when you really do love the person. It's, it just makes it harder Yeah, for yeah. the both of you. But
0: um, yeah. And in Hozier's song, he hits this one part, like right, right of the chorus. And, and the lyric is, do you know I could break beneath the weight of the goodness love I still carry for you? Which I think is especially pertinent, right? Where yeah. it is Because maybe I should ask the question, have you guys been cheated on before?
1: No, Never. I have not.
0: Yes. Doesn't feel good. No, no, it's not a, it's not an awesome experience. Have you? I have, yeah. Oh my oh. god, it's it's not a great experience. And but it's strange because this person will come to you, and I didn't like. I don't know. My experience wasn't super like villainous, right? Like I didn't yeah. like walk in late at night when I was supposed to be on a business <laughs> trip and catch my. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was very much just like my girlfriend at the time. Just as like, hey, this happened. Yeah. And it's a weird experience because that piece of information does change who they are yeah right because you're like oh well who are you then like yeah. I, I trusted you whatever but at the same time you still have all that love for them mm-hmm. which is weird it's a weird dichotomy of yeah. experiences and feelings all at once and I, and just like hosier's able to i don't know, carry that carry that all in one way like, do you know i could still break beneath the weight of the goodness and love i still carry for you where it's still all there yeah and even though at this point you're kind of like well Screw you, you cheated on me. It's just it's hard to balance the love you still have for that person. Yeah.
1: It becomes tainted a bit, which I don't know. I've never experienced that. So I, don't I hope have- you don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would not recommend. Yeah, that. no. I guess there's a lot of growth. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure if you've been cheated on, there there is a lot of media you can create. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Olivia Rodrigo. Look oh, at Taylor yeah. Swift, you know? Yes. <laughs> These people who yeah. can just... I also think we'd be remiss to talk about breakups and not talk about both Taylor Swift and Olivia yeah. Rodrigo, who are yeah. kind of... Um,
1: I love both of them.
0: Yeah, they're, <laughs> right? Like, I, Olivia, I'm, again, I, I'm married, so I'm kind of distant from what Olivia Rodrigo is singing yeah. about, but, yeah. man, does she ever get what it's like to be a oh, teenage yeah. girl?
1: Yeah, you know? exactly. She just captures, like... Being young and in a relationship so well. Yeah, and And just the the angst. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But Eliza, I know that you are particularly fond of a certain Taylor Swift song.
1: Yes, so, I mean, I feel like there was a time when Taylor Swift's Red album, like Taylor's version, came out a few years ago. Um, The All Too Well song, like, became so big and so popular, and it just, like... I remember just like being on TikTok or like reading something online, and it just connected like a lot of people because it was so real of the song, the lyrics, the feeling. And then when the music video came out, it was just even more devastating. And to, this like, is the
0: one with like it's Sadie Sink, yes, and, and Dylan O'Brien. Dylan
1: O'Brien, yeah. And it, I don't know, I just I went and saw her like Eras tour film like a few weeks ago during the break. And like when she was singing that song, it was just like so emotional because I'm like still getting over like this breakup and it's like all these memories like are still present and you just remember it all and it's so you just remember it yeah. e- everything all so, too well. All too either. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that's a very um, good like form of media of like representing breakups. So well, especially like when you're so young and you're a girl and it's like you put everything into this relationship and it's not reciprocated. I think she just demonstrated that very well.
0: Yeah. And there's something about, I guess, songs specifically as an artistic medium that I think yeah. capture breakups for a majority of people. Oh, yeah. Better than most art. Mm -hmm. and I I think I don't know what it is about it right where maybe it's just because it's something you can like (laughs) cry to or scream sing and just stuff that it just gets it out of you yeah and really highlights emotions like I put one that I brought which everyone has probably heard is Gives You Hell by the All-American Rejects where it's (laughs) such like a dumb song and it's such I even feel like a cliche song like I had a friend who when his mom got divorced and she got divorced in her like late 40s would scream sing this song like (laughs) Windows down, right? Because it's just, there's something to the screw you, I'm an independent woman, Mm. I don't need anybody (laughs) attitude that songs can bring. And again, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo hits that a lot, Mm -hmm. where it kind of is both, well, all too well, I guess, is on the other side of that spectrum where you have sort of like the screw you, like, I don't need anybody (laughs) songs, and then these more... I guess they're both poetic in their own right, but yeah. I feel like maybe a little more poetic, deep exploring. I think it's
1: more intimate, yeah. Like these feelings that come out and the memories, because yeah. it's a lot about just remembering everything. You know? Yeah,
0: dwelling on it. And yeah. Because I, again, I think dwelling on it maybe doesn't have the best connotation, but there is mm-hmm. something too. Yeah. Growing and learning from yeah. a relationship. I think so. And then moving forward, obviously, yeah. is important. Um, Moving away from songs, um, there's one movie that I really wanted to talk about that I absolutely love. It came out this year as well. It's called Past Lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in Sundance, and I was lucky enough to see it there. And then when it came out in theaters, I got to see it. I saw it twice in one week because it's oh my yeah, god! It's been like it's that movie that you see and you immediately want to share it with someone else. Yeah, right. And so I just happened to have a, a few people who came into town, and they're like, "Well, let's go see a movie." And it, it Again, I just happened to be yeah. in theaters. But it's the kind of movie that's like, it's great for a summer evening. It's great for a rainy day. It's just kind of like the perfect movie. Yeah, <laughs> It's really good. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, turn it off and go watch that yeah. movie right now because um, it's fantastic. And it kind of explores that f- both feelings of these relationships that don't happen or these relationships that end and kind of, the separate paths that you take afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie specifically is about. <clears throat> it's about. Um, it follows a immigrant from Korea who moves to Canada and then New York to be a writer. Um, and when she leaves Korea, she le- was very young, like I think probably twelve. Oh wow! And she. It's not a true story. Or it's not advertised as a true story. Yeah. But there's like, it seems like there's truth in it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so when she leaves, there's this boy that she goes on a date on when she's like 12 and they're best friends and they leave and then reconnect and they're in their like late 20s and then that doesn't work out and then he comes to visit her in New York when she's like 30. So it's just kind of like, it's maybe less of a breakup movie and more of a, the one who got away yeah. kind of movie. But it really articulates how I've mourned relationships in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we all have breakup stories and stories where like our heart was broken or something didn't work out and that's the that's the feeling that this movie brings is it's just these things didn't work out yeah for whatever reason it doesn't have to be because we never had the time to date or it could be because you got cheated on by someone or because of whatever but we all have those memories and those stories of those people that we were in those relationships and who we used to be yeah and the people that we are now right Mm mm-hmm and I think this movie does a really amazing job of kind of reflecting on those past lives, those past memories of who we were and mourning those people. Yeah. Because every relationship that doesn't work out is like a version of yourself that will never come to fruition. Yeah. Right? Which is interesting to think about. Mm -hmm. And there's something kind of beautiful in mourning that person and mourning who you could have been and mourning who you're not, even if where you are now is ultimately better which it usually is because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm a firm believer that where you are today is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. For I don't know. I don't know if that's fate or whatever. No, but, yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're in these situations because of our choices, and, and that's great. And reflecting on who we were to get there, I think, is also important. And so this movie just really elegantly and gently captures those complex feelings. And so it really hits this note of, like, yeah, breakups are sad, but like, can they also be happy? Can we yeah. also like grow and develop from them? Mm-hmm. Which is a question that I think is really interesting, and it's maybe only easy to think about after the breakup is I don't know, past I think a little
1: bit when you've given yourself a bit more time. I think, but I think that's so true. Like, you kind of mourn, uh, like you mourn yourself from that past relationship more than the relationship itself. I feel like. I feel like I found, found myself um, dealing with that a lot in the past because it could have been like you meet these people who bring like certain like aspects or like things out of you that you didn't even think about yourself. And so to like lose that with that person is just so devastating in a way, yeah. you know, but. I need to watch that movie. It's great. Yeah. I think I think everyone <laughs> should.
0: It's yeah, it's fantastic. What is it uh, called again? Past Lives. It came out this year directed by Celine Song. It's her directorial debut, which is makes wow. the movie all the more impressive. Yeah. It's not streaming anywhere, but it's like 5 bucks on Amazon. And so Okay. Best 5 bucks you're able, you're, yeah. you're ever going to spend because it's it's a great movie. Yeah. But I believe w- you. With that, um, it kind of reminded <laughs> me of one of the movies that we kind of talked about before we started recording Eliza, which is eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to speak about that movie a little bit?
1: Um, Yeah. So it has um, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Winslet. Yes. Okay. Um, It's just this couple who, I can't remember who breaks up with who. Wasn't it Clementine? It
0: seems kind of like a mutual, mutual the relationship was not in a good place. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they were struggling and they break up. And they go their own ways, I think. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. But um basically the whole point of the movie is they go to like this one treatment to forget about this breakup. Yeah. Right? And it's like been a treatment for like for people around I don't know.
0: You can yeah, you can like completely erase yes. somebody. From your life, all of your memories and all of everything.
1: Yes, and so I found that movie, especially, like, this one scene, um, very, like, sad, but, like, also, I don't know. It's very sad, but, like, there's this one scene where, like, um, Jim Carrey goes and sees Kate's character, and, like, she had already, like, taken the like, the procedure, the medicine, whatever. He was starting the procedure as well because he was upset with her for doing that. But there was, like, this one scene where she was, like, at the bookstore because she worked at the bookstore, and um, he was basically trying to ask her out again. And she was, like, being like, oh, if you want to be with me, like, it's not for, like, anything because of you. Like, you have to, like, want to be with me, you know? Um. And he was just saying, like, I remember this conversation. Like, I remember that. And um, but what was so interesting is like around like during that scene, like when they were talking, you can kind of see like he's slowly forgetting like the memories as well, because like the books in the background are like starting to fade into all white. And he's like so focused on Kate Winslet's character that he doesn't realize like what's going around like around him. Um, I think that scene is so, like, I think it's very meaningful, like, comparing it to breakups because I think you get so lost in, like, the devastating emotions of being in a breakup that you don't realize all the other good things around you. Or, like, you're so focused on this, like, on this person or this breakup that you don't realize that you're losing yourself within your, like,
0: with this breakup you know yeah. no i totally agree yeah where there is something because it's such an intense moment and i feel mm-hmm. like again because of breakup culture and because of media we yeah we want sort of there to be this drama right like you yes. kind of crave that drama, especially in a breakup where we want it to be this big <laughs> screw you moment yep. and like i don't mm-hmm. love you anymore yeah right because then it's easier to be angry than it is to be sad
1: i think so <laughs> and yeah so,
0: I agree that Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind really hits that note of kind of like... Because it does. It goes through... um, It's Joel and Clementine are the two characters. It goes through their relationship in reverse. Mm -hmm. We start with the last time they saw each other and move to the first time they met. Mm -hmm. And Jim Carrey's character is losing it as he goes. And he realizes that he doesn't want to forget all those
1: things. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think it begs an interesting question. Because the movie ends in kind of an interesting way in spoilers... If you've yet to see the movie, it's almost 20 years old. So, I mean, (laughs) like, not really spoilers. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, grow up, I guess. (laughs) Sorry, Eugene. (laughs) Um, But it ends with this moment where they do completely forget each other. Yeah. But then they meet kind of by chance Mm -hmm. and they like each other and have this initial connection as two people who don't know each other. Yeah. And then because of something that happens with the procedure, all of the memories get, like, leaked back to the people. And so they're yeah. listening to these tapes of themselves going through the memories about all of the things they hate about that person, and all mm-hmm. the reasons they wanted to forget. And the movie ends with them kind of getting back together yeah. and trying again, which I think is interesting because, I don't know, I, it begs the question to me, if you forgot your exes and you met them again, do you think you would date them again?
1: I, knowing me, I think I would.
0: You think you would? I think so. <laughs> yeah, speak on that. Why, do, like, what is it? A, just I, forgetting the bad stuff makes the good stuff come to the surface, maybe?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because, like, you remember all, like, the good feelings, the good memories, like, the way that person made you feel. And it's, like, what if I never find that again? It's, like, you know, what if I don't feel that connection with anyone else? That's a good point. Yeah, I think I would. But also, it depends on, like, which accident. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, follow up questions. (laughs) If you could take that procedure where you forget your ex completely, would Mm -hmm. you do it?
1: I don't think so. Would you?
0: I don't think so either. I I don't, because again, it's, it's been, it's been years since I've had a a major breakup. Yeah. But, and I think again, this past life movie really hits on this because of those experiences, even though a lot of them weren't awesome, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like I've, been cheated on and it's Mm -hmm. like i've been in like pretty bad fights with people and and there's a lot of hard things about being in a relationship right and even through those bad things it's just there's a growth that comes yeah that i feel like forgetting about that growth and those bad things you're also losing good things Mm -hmm. but then you're also losing progression and again that's why i think this i'm so curious what everyone's thoughts are about the end of this movie if it is like a movie about two people who are meant to be together mm-hmm. or a movie about two, like, codependent, sick people <laughs> who get kind of trapped together because, yeah. like, they forgot all of the growth they went through. Yeah. Because aren't they just going to do the same thing over again? Maybe yeah. they won't. Yeah,
1: because, you could. But I mean, you it's could an interesting always, question. Yeah, you could always learn from it, but sometimes it's just... it's There's really no going back at that point.
0: No, that's a good point.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but that was sort of our discussion yeah. on breakups and those that big emotion and again there's so much that we've missed there's so many amazing (laughs) songs and poetry and we didn't even talk about Mm -hmm. any of we didn't talk about poetry or books at all right but there are so many great things (laughs) and i think that's the fun thing about this podcast and hopefully the things that we get to explore is the different people that we are going to talk to and the different writers that we bring on Mm -hmm. everyone's going to have their own art to get them through yeah because like we talked about we're lucky enough to live in a world where there are artists yes. of different disciplines and yeah. that there are people who go through a breakup and channel that energy into creation, Yeah. which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also an aspect of breakups that can be positive is it gives you this big ball of emotion that you can channel into something else. Yeah. right? And again, there's so much great work, and I think this is such a rich... Tapestry for art because it's such a universal experience and it's a very powerful experience. Oh, yeah.
1: I think so. You have so much energy, and you can transform that energy into something so beautiful or so heartbreaking or something that can make people like connect with you as well. You're exactly. not alone, is you're alone,
0: you're never alone. You're
1: never alone.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Eliza, and thanks thank to you, you. Jean. It's been super fun talking to you guys, and we will see you. The next time we do this. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.